Are You Just Watching is produced and sponsored by D. Joseph Design from djosephdesign.com. You have a message that deserves to look great, so make your next message look or sound great by hiring D. Joseph Design from djosephdesign.com. Are You Just Watching is also brought to you by dkeendesigner.com, where you can get books designed so that you can take them to the publisher and your publisher will say, wow, this book looks incredible. I want to publish this thing impressions of publishers is not necessarily accurate. Your results may vary. Check it out, dkeendesigner.com to get your publication design from dkeendesigner at dkeendesigner.com. Are you just watching? I'm Daniel Lewis, and right now I'm the only one here for various reasons. This is episode, well, initial reactions 10, not episode, it's an initial reactions 10, Toy Story 3. You got that? Initial reactions 10 for Toy Story 3. First of all, because this movie has just come out, I want to let you know up front, I will start off without spoilers. I will later have spoilers, but I will let you know before I spoil it. So you can keep listening, and this will be spoiler-free. Toy Story 3 comes out on Friday, June 18. Because of our press passes, I got to see it a little bit earlier on Tuesday, and got to see it with a great group of people, and we saw it in 3D. 3D is really cool to watch and neat, but sometimes I think it's just a little bit more of a novelty than necessarily that it is all that fancy and all that special. Sometimes, yeah, there's some cool stuff, but for the most part, it's just kind of like, eh, but still, seeing it in 3D was really cool to do instead of just watching it flat. I don't have any bit of the soundtrack from Toy Story 3 to play for you, but you can just imagine, well, they pretty much reused the You've Got a Friend in Me theme a couple times. You've got a friend in me You've got a friend in me When the road looks rough ahead And you're miles and miles from your nice warm bed You just remember what your past is Randy Newman did a great job on the soundtrack. He made it very fun, very lighthearted. Toy Story 3 is a kid's movie? Question mark? It's intended to be a kid's movie, but it's really a good family movie. I enjoyed it. I've always enjoyed the Pixar movies because Pixar is a fantastic storyteller. They have some of the best stories, I think, when people were raving about 3D, like computer-generated imagery, kind of 3D. 
3D animated movies, computer animated movies, when people were raving about them. Many people were jumping on and doing all of this stuff with computer animation, but very few people could really tell a story well. Pixar does that great. And what kid growing up didn't pretend that their toys were alive and that their toys could talk? I know I did. And I played with my cars and I loved cars. And all of the movies from Pixar are really fun. Toy Story 3 continues that that epic trilogy. (laughs) Now it's a trilogy of the original Toy Stories. And we see several familiar characters and some new characters. And it continues in the fun. And I've heard some people say that Toy Story 3 is the best Toy Story out of all of them. I would probably agree with that, too. From an entertainment perspective, it's the best out of all three of them. The animation quality, of course, Pixar continues to get better and better. The acting is great. The voices are great. The story is great. The music is fun. It's not necessarily a soundtrack that I would love listening to all the time, but it fits the movie really well. Fun soundtrack. The animated short in front of the movie. I have a lot of things to say about it. In fact, most of my conversation, my discussion, will be on that animated short, but I won't give it away yet. However, if you are listening to this before you've seen the movie, I want to ask for your help. If you get to see it again before, or if you get to see it before I get to see it again, please listen very carefully to what is spoken in the animated short. And if you could get me a verbatim quote, that would be fantastic. You can email that to us at areyoujustwatching.com or call it in to 859-353-4332. So if you watch the movie and you see the animated short at the beginning, I would love to have a verbatim quote of what was said, especially if you can find out where that quotation is from. I don't want to spoil it or give anything away, but if you could do that, that would be awesome. Do I recommend Toy Story 3? Yes. It is a great movie. I don't know what Focus on the Families plugged in will post it as, as far as family friendliness, but it is very family friendly. There is a little bit of turmoil and tension at the end, but it's, I think it's, it would be pretty much okay. Maybe not necessarily for really little kids. It's a fun movie, and it's very funny in places, teaches some good lessons on friendship, on loyalty, on trust. And I can definitely recommend that you go see it. So that's as far as I can get without spoiling the movie. So if you are listening to this before you've seen the movie, pause the recording now if you don't want to be spoiled. And the people that are listening to me record this live... Oh, let me just say real quick. The reason Eve isn't here... I haven't fired her, so don't start worrying about that. Eve isn't here because she wasn't able to be in town during the pre-screening of this. So she might come back on and might have some thoughts of her own too, but I wanted to try and get these thoughts out as soon as possible, opening weekend for Toy Story 3. So Eve might come back and share her thoughts, but she will be back during our next complete episode, whatever that is, or initial reactions. All right. If you don't want to be spoiled, pause this recording or leave now and please come back after you've watched the movie, because I am about to spoil some things.
okay, do we now have people that are either ready to be spoiled or have seen the movie? I'm recording this live over at noodle.mx, the new network, which I should have mentioned before the spoiler alert, but, and I see people just leaving the chat room. That's okay. They don't want to be spoiled. Toy Story 3, I can cover very briefly. There really wasn't much. It was hard to watch it critically because it was so much fun. And I was just so into it. Pixar does a great job with that. But within Toy Story 3, there are, again, the strong teaching, the strong reinforcements of friendship and of camaraderie and trust. And it reminded me, again, like even I talked about this verse in our last episode, it reminded me of Ecclesiastes 4 through 11, or excuse me, 4 through 10. No, let me try that again. Ecclesiastes 4, verse 9 through 10 says, two are better than one because they have a good return for their labor. For if either of them falls, the one will lift up his companion. But woe to the one who falls when there is not another to lift him up. Toy Story 3 strongly reinforces that, that each of these characters, Woody, Barbie even, Buzz Lightyear, the Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head, all of these characters have these others, these friends who lift them up when they're falling and they run into issues of trust when when Woody is telling them that Andy had intended to take them and put them in the attic, the rest of the people don't trust him. But later on, they realize that no, he was really telling the truth. He was, Woody was being truthful and he deserved their trust. And they realize that, oh no, we didn't believe him, which is kind of a recurring theme through the whole Toy Story trilogy. Also, we learn about, as was brought up in Toy Story 2 with Emily the human character, again was brought up in Toy Story 3, the concept of characters, humans, deserting their toys or leaving their toys as the lead bad guy in the daycare in Toy Story 3 is really bitter. He seems all happy and cuddly and huggable and all of that, but he's actually bitter because his owner... And I can't remember the name of the owner. But his owner had accidentally left him at a park and never picked him up again and had replaced him because his owner couldn't find that toy again. And so he was very bitter about that. And it reminded me of Hebrews 13.5 where Jesus Christ, God, is speaking And this is a quote, actually, from the Old Testament. And this is several times in the Old Testament, and it's also in the New Testament. Hebrews 13.5 says, For he himself, speaking of God, said, I will never desert you, nor will I ever forsake you. And that's an awesome thing to know about God. We've heard footprints in the sand, and we know about the idea of that God carries us sometimes when we cannot walk on our own. And that God will never leave us nor forsake us. There are many times that we feel like we are distant from God or disconnected or times where we might feel like God has forgotten us or God isn't listening. But 
it's not to us to really completely understand the mind of God. And I don't say that as an excuse, but as explanation that there are times, and we often, we almost always can't see them until the other side of the event. There are times that we go through that valley of the shadow of death and we don't understand why things are happening. Look at Job in scripture. All these bad things happen to Job. And as far as is recorded, Job never knew why the things were happening. But he learned from them. And sure enough, God never left him. And Job learned that and he learned many other things and he had so many things restored to him. But he might not have ever known why it happened, why the bad things happened to him. But no matter what happens to us, God does say, you will never leave us and never forsake us. So it is on us to just continue to trust in him, to wait on him, which is the hardest thing to do, to wait. But God does always answer prayer. Sometimes it's yes, sometimes it's no, sometimes it's wait. Now let me talk about the animated short that was before Toy Story 3. Like I said, there really wasn't much, at least that I could catch, because I was so engrossed in Toy Story 3, so we might review it fully later. The animated short at the beginning, Pixar does this. Every movie they make, they have some kind of animated short at the beginning, and they're lots of fun. And the animated short here was called Night and Day, and it was fun, and they did, they took a really cool concept of how to do this short, if you don't mind being spoiled or if you've seen it already. It's that there are these kind of silhouette, they're more like, not silhouette, they're the opposite of silhouette, so I guess that would be knockout characters, that you can see through them, and what you see through them is the 3D animation but the characters themselves are just a flat, two-dimensional animation. And it's a really clever concept. So what happens is there are these two characters, night and day. And you can see through them, and you see the world around them through their bodies. And Pixar did a great job of illustrating what the character was thinking or feeling based on what you see through their bodies and took that to good humor and such. So one of the characters was day. Everything you saw through him was daytime. The other character was night. Everything you saw through him was nighttime. And these characters bump into each other and they meet and they don't really understand why they're different like this. And they fight a little bit because they don't understand. And then they start realizing, they start showing off to each other like, hey, look, look what's in the daylight that I can show you. And the other is like, wow, look at Las Vegas at night, all of the bright lights and the fireworks. And the other is like, look at these green pastures and the swimming and the beach. And there were a couple things that I didn't really appreciate that they put in here. Keep in mind, this is a kid's movie. There's a spot where they have this character, and it's not like provocative or anything, but there's a spot where they have this character that's in a bikini on a beach, and the these two knockout characters, day and night. Day is showing it because it's during the sun time, during the daylight, and night sees it, and he's just like, whoa. And I don't really appreciate that they put that in there, the kind of the lust mentality there. Because Jesus Christ said that 
if a man looks on a woman to lust after her, he has committed adultery with her in his heart already. That's in Matthew chapter 5, verse 28. And Jesus Christ said that. That was during the Sermon on the Mount. So I don't like it when they did that in a kid's movie. But what I take greater issue with is, while I'm watching these things, keep in mind, these are two male characters. Some of the stuff that starts happening between them seems like more than friendship. It seems a little bit like a same-sex relationship. And I didn't really appreciate how they were conveying that. Now, I know that they probably weren't trying to push a homosexual agenda in it, but I felt like there was some, especially when these characters, some things happen that almost make it seem like the characters are falling in love with each other. And these are two male characters. Now, it could be said that, no, they're just becoming friends and acknowledging their differences and all of that. Well, okay. But then there's this spot at the end of the animated short where it shows a radio tower. And in this radio tower is coming out this message that I really want to find out exactly where that quote is from and get the exact wording of the quote. But the the context, the idea of the quote was that we shouldn't be opposed to something just because it's different, just because it's new and culture and society is changing and this kind of stuff that we hear a lot when people are talking about the homosexual movement of being that this is just the way society is going and society is defining and refining what marriage and relationship and love can be. That's wrong. And I am very adamant about this statement. Not, I'm not saying I hate homosexuals. I don't. I am just as guilty of sin as homosexuals or murderers or anyone else is because sin is sin and it's rebellion in God's eyes. But specifically to show what the Bible says about marriage, Jesus Christ quoted from Genesis Jesus Christ is taking Genesis as literal history when he does this, and he's quoting from Genesis as the basis for what marriage should be. In Matthew 19, 4-6, he says, And he answered and said, Have you not read that he who created them from the beginning made them male and female? And said, For this reason... A man shall leave his father and his mother and join to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. He's saying, haven't you read this already? Don't you know this history? Jesus Christ is quoting from Genesis as the foundation for marriage between one man and one woman. And then he says, so they are no longer two, but one flesh. What therefore God has joined together, let no man separate. The biblical model of marriage, which is the only foundation for marriage is one man for one woman for life. Scripture has a lot else to say about men leaving the natural desires and desiring burning and desire for one another and that that is the consequence of turning their backs on God. I'm not going to say that Pixar was strongly pushing 
a pro-gay, pro-homosexual agenda. I won't read into it as such, but it did really seem like it could easily be conveyed as that. And I wouldn't be too surprised because many homosexual organizations do uphold Apple and Microsoft and Google and several others, but they uphold Apple as being very friendly toward gays. Steve Jobs owns Pixar and Apple, and Steve Jobs is credited in the special thanks at the end of Toy Story. So are they trying to push a gay agenda? I'm not going to say that they are pushing it, but it is definitely room to be interpreted as such. And there's this idea of tolerance, which is strongly misinterpreted these days, I think. See, originally, the problems that we faced in our culture were ideas of accepting people from different countries or different skin colors, different people groups, or just different types of humans. But we're all one race, as the Bible says. So back in the 60s and before that, it was like white versus black. And we still have some of that racial prejudice today. So there's a concept of tolerance of accepting people because they're different and because they are different nationalities, whatever. But then there's this new level of tolerance, and that is accepting people who have totally different, totally opposing, even hostile beliefs to our own beliefs, and we're supposed to accept them and accept their beliefs. Now, as Christians, we are supposed to accept others. We are supposed to love others. Scripture makes no command for us to hate our enemies. It says to love our enemies. But we are supposed to hate sin, and we are supposed to rebuke and flee from sin. So, if I have a friend who is struggling with homosexual behavior, which is a behavior by choice, sin is a choice in our lives. I should not be judging them. I should be judging the sin and showing them through love the truth and helping them rebuild their foundation of understanding God's how God created us to be that he created us male and female and marriage is to be between one man and one woman for life there's a bit more of a slightly weird a little bit of a homosexual idea in the portrayal of Ken the Barbie character in this now yes Ken is a Barbie doll for girls and it's kind of weird all this dress up and everything but within Toy Story 3 Ken's character does seem a little bit gay in some ways but he is attracted to Barbie of course a female so he's just a kind of odd thing and they do make light of that within the movie of talking about that he's a girl's toy and all of this and I think it's done a little bit um, tastefully making fun of the fact that he's a man but he's a girl's toy a Barbie toy 
but still there are some ways that I think uh, it's a little bit on the line. See, here's the thing is the way culture goes is they make us laugh about things first, the things we're not comfortable with. They make us laugh first. Laughing leads to accepting. And so if the culture can make us laugh about homosexual behavior, it will lead to us eventually accepting it. That's why we need to stick to the absolutes of Scripture, where Jesus Christ said, For this reason shall a man leave father and mother, is because God created man, humans, male and female, in the beginning. Not millions of years ago, but in the beginning. And I know I have stepped on a lot of toes and feet tonight in recording these thoughts. But I'd love to hear your thoughts. If you get to see Toy Story 3, or especially if you can get the verbatim quote from the short at the beginning, I'd love to hear your thoughts. Send those to... I'll go ahead and give the new email address. Feedback at noodle.mx. That's our new podcast network, Noodle Mix. Noodle.mx will be the new home for everything. Send your feedback to noodle.mx or call in to 859-353-4332. You can follow me on twitter.com slash noodle, or you can follow Eve on twitter.com slash Franklin. So let us know what you think about Toy Story 3. You can also leave a comment in the show notes at the Ramen Noodle. No, <laughs> wrong show. At areyoujustwatching.com slash podcast slash IR10, the number 10. So let us know what you think. And let us know also what you think the next episode, full episode of The Ramen Noodle should be. We've been doing a lot of these initial reactions and we want to get back to the regular full episodes and I figure we'll probably get one full two-part episode in before I get married and then we've got some stuff to schedule. But until we get to hear from you next time, I'm Daniel Lewis. Thanks for listening. Oh, and don't just watch. You Just Watching is produced and sponsored by D. Joseph Design at djosephdesign.com. The opening vocal talent is thanks to Mariah. Our theme song is used courtesy of Answers in Genesis from their exciting Vacation Bible School curriculum, Operation Space, which you can find at AnswersVBS.com. Find more great, clean podcasts like this one at cleancasts.com. Yeah, Eve usually says that part, and don't just watch. It kind of threw me off that I was the one that needed to say it.